Welcome to Hope Community Podcast. It's great to have you join us today listening online. We pray you'll be impacted by our message this week. Enjoy. Oh, thank you. Yes, I like loud amens. So you can say loud amens, all right? Oh, come on. Yay. No, it's awesome. Hey, I want to pray and then I'm going to get straight into it. Lord, I thank you for your word, Father. And Jesus, um, use me as your vessel up here today to speak to your people, whether they have come and joined us in person or they're listening online or they are going to listen to this in the future on our podcast, Father. Use me today. I'm your mouthpiece, Jesus. And these are your words. This is your word. I thank you, Lord, that it's alive. I thank you that it's active, Father. And I pray a blessing on every single heart that is listening today in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Well, I want to start today um, by showing you a few places around the world just to, you know, make us really want to travel because I'm, I'm missing travelling. But um, first picture I want to show you, I want to see if there's any hands that has been to this place. I highly doubt it, but I'm, I could be wrong. Uh, the first place is in northwestern Germany in a village called Serhuizen. I apologise for the German people listening. Um, that is very bad pronunciation. Uh, this is in a village. This is an old church uh, in a village in Germany. Anyone been there? No. Okay, great. You can pop it on your travel list. Um, this Oh, you have, Luchi, come on, yes. Wow, there you go. Ask Luchi all about it after, after church. Um, the Sohoisen Bell Tower, there is a bell tower there, um, is the world's most leaning tower that is unintentionally tilted. That's just a random fact. For trivia next year, maybe that could be in there because maybe I might know something. <laughs> Unintentionally tilted. So it leans at an angle of 5.1 degrees. All right, random fact, if you're ever in Germany. Second pick is this guy in Italy who you thought may have won the prize for the world's most unintentional leaning tower. I assumed it did. But that little bell tower back in Germany beat it by 1.22 degrees. So the famous leaning tower of Pisa comes in second for the most unintentional lean. Unintentional lean. All right, so why am I showing you a picture of these two crooked towers today? I'm I'm just going to hang... I'm going to come back to that later. I'll just leave you hanging for a little bit. You may have a, you might have an inkling why. We're going to head to Matthew 7 today. So open up your Bibles to Matthew 7. We'll have it up on the screen for you. So straight away, I just get, want to give you a bit of a backdrop to it. This, te- this scripture is wrapping up teaching that has been the ultimate recipe, the ultimate recipe for the way we follow Jesus. The ultimate recipe. So on that day, Sermon on the Mountain, I'm talking about, Jesus saw the crowds of people and He goes up onto the mountainside and is followed by His disciples and He begins to preach. And He teaches His followers on important things and He starts with the Beatitudes with this opening line, Blessed are the poor in spirit, 
for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And he teaches them about murder. He teaches them about loving and praying for your enemies. He teaches them about giving to the needy, about prayer and fasting. He preaches on adultery, on being salt and light and letting your light shine before men. He preaches on storing up treasures in heaven where things cannot be stolen or destroyed. In in chapters 5, 6 and 7 of Matthew, Jesus teaches about many truths for His followers. There's so much in there. And I want to encourage you to read straight up today. I want to encourage you to spend some time in Matthew in chapters 5, 6 and 7 and allow this teaching, allow His teaching to wash over you. A few weeks ago in my quiet time, He stopped me in Matthew 5, 6 and 7. And He told me to read this every day for a week and just to let it wash over me, get it into my heart, into my mind. And He pulled me again yesterday in the same section. Read Matthew 5, 6 and 7. And just allow His teaching to to get into your heart. So we come now to the end of chapter 7. And this is... This is where he starts with this passage. And this is the passage I'm looking at today. And he starts off with this first sentence. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine. And I wanna stop right there. You know, what words is he talking about? He's talking about all of his teachings in Matthew 5, 6 and 7. And he finishes up with this parable. And a parable, if you're new to church and new to Christianity, a parable is a story, but it usually has much deeper spiritual meaning and there's heaps in the Bible that he talks about. And let's read what he says. So he says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it has its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell with a great crash. So here is his last teaching. This is how he wraps up his Sermon on the Mount. And it's about two kinds of builders. Because there are different kinds of builders, hey? There are builders who take shortcuts. There are builders who take it nice and slow. There are overpriced builders. There are affordable builders. There are builders who take pride in their projects. There are builders who show up on time and there's builders who don't show up. (laughs) Let's not be that builder. (laughs) But for today, Jesus explains two kinds of builders and how they're building. So if I take you back to those pictures of those two towers, they have something in common. And you might be sitting going, yeah, I know what was in common with those. You might be sitting there going, I have no idea. 
The bell tower in Germany, according to historians, was built in marshy land on foundations of oak tree trunks, which were preserved by groundwater. And when the land was drained in the 19th century, the wood rotted, causing the tower to tilt. So obviously the foundation of those tree trunks were not strong enough. The Leaning Tower of Pisa began to lean during construction stages in the 12th century because of the soft ground which could not properly support the structure's weight. So the foundation, the foundation of the Leaning Tower of Pisa was only dug three metres deep and it was set in weak and unstable subsoil, a design that was flawed right from the beginning to hold a 14,500 tonne tower on top of it. So these two leaning towers obviously have one thing in common, weak, weak and unstable foundations. Something the builders missed in the project. Maybe they thought, "Eh, no one's going to really notice. (laughs) Not the wisest builders. Foundations are important. Foundations are important. So how do we become wise builders so so that we don't start looking like the leaning tower of Pisa? Who is that person? Who is this person? They are the ones who hear God's truth, Jesus' teachings, and apply them. They are the ones who put them into practice. These people are the wise builders. And these are the people that are building on a firm foundation, Jesus Himself. Jesus is our firm foundation. Listen to how Paul talks to his Corinthian church. He says this, According to the grace of God, which was given to me, as a wise master builder, I have laid the foundation and another builds on it. But let each one take heed how he builds on it. For no other foundation can anyone lay than that which is laid, which is Jesus Christ. Can I get an amen? Amen. Listen to Isaiah chapter 28, verse 16. So this is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I lay a stone in Zion, a tested stone. Man, when I was typing those words and I got to a tested stone, I had to stop and just like, just think about that for a moment. A tested stone. Other people, other translations say a tried stone. A precious cornerstone for a sure foundation. Jesus Christ is our tested stone. Jesus Christ is our precious cornerstone. Jesus Christ is our firm foundation, our sure foundation. No, no other foundation is strong enough. No other foundation is solid enough. Everything, everything everything else is weak, just like that soil under the Leaning Tower of Pisa and the Bell Tower in Germany. 
in comparison to Jesus Christ as our foundation. And that's not a warning to be taken lightly. uh, Pastor Rick Warren uh, in the States says this in his book, Purpose Driven Life. If you've never read it, read it. It's awesome and have it on your bookshelf. He says this, receiving, reading, researching, remembering, reflecting on the Word are all useless if we fail to put them into practice. We must become doers of the Word. And this is the hardest step because it's difficult and it's sometimes painful. What has God already told you to do that you haven't started doing yet? It will involve either your relationship with Him or with others or your personal character. And this is how the wise builders build. Let's be wise builders who build on that firm foundation. And after all that Jesus taught and illustrated on that mountain, He's saying the wise builder is a person who hears and does. Not just hears and does nothing. That's the foolish builder. And I'm not too sure about you, but I don't want to be placed in the, in the category of foolish builders today. We've got to walk it out. We've got to walk it out and we've got to put things into practice. We've, we've heard a lot of teaching over this term and we'll, we'll do in the future. If you've been coming along or tuning in on Sundays, like this is just term two, a bit of a recap. We've had the Money Matter series We've had worship, no more shame bearing and offence taking, saying no to intimidation last week. Let's not tune in every week and just sit and hear and not apply. Over the term, we've had the course living in freedom with teaching on all sorts of areas. We finished our fourth round of the marriage course, seven weeks of investing in your marriage. Jesus is telling us today in this scripture that we are to apply these teachings each week. His truth to our walk with Him. The wise builder is the one who hears His teaching and puts it into practice by doing it. He goes on to describe another kind of builder. You know, these are the foolish builders. I wonder how the guy felt with the Leaning Tower of Pisa. It started leaning when it got to level two, floor two, stage two, and he, they noticed the lean. Like, I don't know if that like, oh, oh who's, you know, oopsies. And obviously, you can read the history all about it. They started putting other towers to counteract it, but it started leaning from floor two. But here in this passage, Jesus is teaching that anyone who hears these words and doesn't apply them, builds his life on sand. And last time I checked, sand, sand's not rock. <laughs> sand isn't rock. I'd much, be, I'd much prefer standing on rock <laughs> than sand. Because sand's shaky. Sand is shaky foundation. I've lived on shaky foundations, both in the natural and in the spiritual. Mark and I, um, we got married many years ago and straight after we got married, we left and we lived in Japan uh, for a couple of years. And uh, 
I don't know, I think we've felt about six earthquakes while we were there. But for me, my biggest one was in the first month of arriving and uh, everything rattles. It's, it's, it's an experience, um, but everything rattles and then it just stops and then you just wait for the aftershocks and it might, might come again. But, but it's shaky foundation, shaky foundation. One thing I'm grateful for is Australia's not many earthquakes. I've also built, built my life on unstable foundations. I've lived for a long period of time with the foundation as myself, what I want, what's in it for me, what about my plans, using only my strength. Let me read a list of some other foundations people build their life on that can be taken away at any given moment. And these are all things we can build our lives upon other than Jesus Christ. These things or people are not Jesus. So they aren't strong enough to be built upon and they're not meant to be built on either. Your job, your children, your husband, your wife, your mum, your dad, grades, yourself, ministry, praises of man, achievements, money, friends, a mentor. All foundations will be tried, but only one foundation will stand. And those two builders had the same type of weather come to their house. They did, exactly the same. And no one here is immune to the rain and the streams rising and the winds blowing on their house. That's the pressures of life. That's the storms of life. And no one escapes trials and tribulations of this world. And on both of those houses, the rain came down, the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. But one house stood the test of time. The one founded on the rock, Jesus Christ. Are you on the rock today? This house will stand. Everything else will not survive in those storms. Spurgeon says this, Remember that all religion, which is not the work of the Holy Spirit in the heart, will have to be unravelled. We may build as our little children do on the seashore, our sand houses, and we may, we may pile them up very quickly too and be very pleased with them. But they will all come down as the tide of time advances. Only that which, go, which God the Holy Ghost builds upon the foundation of Christ's finished work will stand the test of time and eternity. Amen. And some of you will be in this will be in a season like this. It might feel like your house, brick by brick, is being pulled down, right back to the ground. And you're in a rebuilding stage of your house. When I first walked into a church to attend, the key song they had playing at the night service for quite some time was called Tear Down the Walls. And that's exactly what was happening I would just weep, brick by brick, walls were coming down. 
and secular mindsets that were wrong about God, about His Son Jesus. He was giving me new revelation about Christianity and tearing everything else down. He was showing me my foundation wasn't in my job or my career. He was also showing me my foundation wasn't in my achievements either. Holy Spirit was laying a new foundation. Jesus Himself in my heart. And you might be in that season now and it, might, it may not be secular mindsets like mine was. It may be religious mindsets. I found an old page this week when I was writing the sermon of a very old journal. And during that season of everything being pulled down, I wrote this in my, in my, I wrote this in my journal as a prayer. Lord, build my life again, but with the best foundation of all, Jesus. And I don't want you to, sh- I don't want to show you the picture of what I drew in my journal, but it, it had a, a brick wall and it had Jesus in bricks all at the bottom and it just had new bricks and it had an arrow up just saying, build my life again. A life which is based upon and shaped after Jesus' teaching and his pattern and example, that life will stand. Foundations matter. What you build on matters. And how do we build a firm foundation? Well, first, you need to have your own personal relationship with Jesus. And this is the recognition of Jesus for who He is, revealed only by Holy Spirit. No one can know who Jesus really is unless God the Father reveals Him to you. And you might hear Him being the carpenter's son. You might think of Him as a historical figure. But until you have had your own personal revelation with the living God, you won't be changed. Ask yourself today, if you're watching online, if you're listening, do I know Him personally? And you might go to a Bible study. Heck, you might come to church every week. But do you know Him personally? And you can't rely on your parents' faith, your friends' faith, religion or traditions. You will need your own personal revelation of Jesus in your heart as your foundation. And if you're here today, if you're listening online, and if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, ask Him to reveal Himself to you now. You can pray right now, Lord, I want to know you personally. Reveal yourself to me. Heavenly Father, if there are any hearts in the room right now that have said that prayer or online, Jesus, come Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to them. Today, tomorrow, this week, your timing will be absolutely perfect. Your timing will be absolutely perfect. And I join with them right now and say, Lord, reveal Yourself. Come Holy Spirit. Invade, invade, invade. Thank You, Lord. And after this revelation, we receive His teachings and we walk them out. And this is another aspect of a firm foundation, staying close to Jesus, 
receiving His teaching and applying His teaching by putting it into practice. And that's building on a firm rock, on a firm foundation. And at, at times, it will not make sense. It might not make sense. At times, you might not understand what you're doing or what's going on. But we're doing it because Jesus has taught us in, a, in His Word, that's what you do. It's hard to forgive someone, but we forgive because Jesus' teachings tells us that's what you do. It's hard to love your enemies, but we love them and pray for them because Jesus' teaching tells us that's what you do. It's hard to fast when the food comes out and you start complaining and grumbling and telling 20 people, I'm fasting and this is really hard. But He tells us to do it in a way that no one will notice because in His teaching, He tells us that's what you do. I could keep going on. I could open up Matthew 5, 6 and 7 and go to every chapter and just pull it out. Philippians 4.9 says, Keep putting into practice all you learned and received from me and everything you've heard from me and saw me doing. Spending time with Jesus, then putting into practice all you have learned and received is building a firm foundation. And this is a foundation where all your wisdom will come from. This is a foundation where all your vision will come from. This is a foundation where all your resilience will come from in those storms of life. This is a foundation where your peace will come from, where your joy will come from. Despite all the chaos going around you, He will give you joy. A safe and a firm and a strong foundation to stand on when those storms of life come. It is the best foundation. And I encourage anyone that does not have Jesus Christ as their foundation to get on the rock today. Don't put it off. Grab a friend, grab someone, grab another Christian you know and say, help me, get me to the rock. Don't be lost at sea anymore. Get on the rock Ben, you can come up now. I recently um, went to my auntie and uncle's new home uh, for my for my nan's ninety. My nan, I've got two, two. Both of my nans are alive still. Praise the Lord. Um, one of them's ninety four, and and the other one's ninety. And I, I recently just went to my um, nan's ninetieth birthday party and um, all my extended family was there and it was like a little bit of a reunion. Um, I hadn't seen some of my aunties and uncles for years and, and we all got together uh, on this afternoon. And uh, I knew which house it was going to be at, my auntie and uncle's house. And I knew uh, every home they've lived in, I love their style. I love their date. They were, they were architects. And I just, I just knew every time I go to their home, I just love seeing um, their place. And they'd moved into a new home. And so when, they, when the family announced it's going to be at auntie and uncle's house, and, and I thought, yeah, I get to see everyone, plus I get to see their new home. 
And uh, so I was excited. Don't get me wrong, when I did arrive, I did first say hello to everyone. And um, I, it was good to see all the family. And I took time, you know, saying hi to Uncle Bob or, you know, whoever. But um, I went around and, and said hi in a great catch up. But then I couldn't wait to just see their new place. And I was like, that afternoon, I was like, wow. Oh, look at your gardens. I love your gardens. And I'm just getting, you know, inspiration. Love what you've done with the gardens. And then we're sitting on this back deck and huge veranda. And I'm just sitting there having lunch and I'm looking up and I'm like, wow, I love this roof. I love all this design. And then, you know, you go to the toilet and on the way into the toilet, you're like looking around going, love all your decor. And they're arty. So I had paintings everywhere. And I'm like, love all your paintings. And I'm just going around commenting, you know, about their new home, their new place. Not once, and in fact, I have never said when I've gone into a new home or a new build, I have never walked into a home and said, your foundation is beautiful. Like, who says that? No one, unless you're sitting here and you're a builder. But, but not once have I ever said in my life, look at your foundation. It's amazing. Like, look at that pour. That slab is so beautiful. Like, we, ne- we do not say that, do we? We never say that. Yet, foundations are the most important part of a home, of a build. But foundations are unseen. They're unseen. Yet they're so important. And if you're here today, I want to remind you, Jesus is the best foundation. And for those who do have Jesus as their foundation, your time with the Lord is unseen. Your time with the Lord is unseen by others, but it is so important. And my encouragement to you is to go deeper And there's an invitation today to spend more time with Him. There is something so beautiful and so rich and so deep when it's communion just between you and Jesus and no one else. A deep work can happen in this place when there is no other soul around. And this is where you can dig deep and build those wells of history between you and Him. And the more He entrusts you with, the deeper you go. (laughs) Dig down deep and build those wells, build that history, build that time between you and Him. And if you've never done this before, begin now, begin today, start with whatever time you have and then slowly increase it. That's going deeper. And just like towers with more floors added, The more the Lord entrusts you with, the deeper your foundation must go. And there are some here today and you have dug those wells deep and He sees the deep history between you and Him. And you have stood firm through many storms of life, not just one, many, and you have not wavered. And you are still standing by the grace of God because your foundation has been on Jesus. And be encouraged today with the truth. He is our firm foundation. We will not be shaken. 
we stand on Him and we receive His teachings and then we put them into practice. And just like He taught all those people from the Sermon on the Mountaintop that day, He teaches us. And let's be a church of wise builders, hearing and doing, walking out His teachings. And that is building on a firm foundation. I would love to pray for us today. Why don't you stand? You might like to just stretch out your hands. Father God, for the hearts that are in the room today and they do know You and they have a relationship with You. Oh, Father God, I pray right now, come Holy Spirit and strengthen them in Jesus' Name. We thank You, Father, that we can find our strength in You, Jesus. We thank You, Father, that we are on the rock of Jesus Christ. We thank You, Father God, that we will not be shaken. We thank You, Jesus, that we stand on Your promises, Lord. We thank You, Father, that we stand firm with You. Come Holy Spirit. And Father God, I pray, Lord, that anyone listening or here today and does not know You personally, Jesus, I ask God that You'll reveal Yourself to them or that they will go now and they'll reach out to a person, a friend and say, lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock. Lead me to the rock. We thank You, Father. We thank You, Jesus, for who You are. Come Holy Spirit and strengthen us, I pray. In Jesus' Name, Amen, Amen. Thanks so much for listening to Hope Community Podcasts. We hope you enjoyed today's message and remember to subscribe to the channel to keep up to date. From everyone here at Hope Community, have the best week.